Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. It is another edition of Phillies Today. I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Monday, August the 22nd, and we come to you after a disappointing weekend of Phillies baseball against the Mets in Philadelphia this weekend. It started disappointing. It Felt like it might be not quite as disappointing for a little bit there. And then um, in classic old school Phillies fashion and and really just Phillies versus the Mets fashion this year, um, it came tumbling down at the end. And and we leave feeling very sad after we get a baseball. The Phillies dropped three or four. Yesterday's the worst of the three losses, losing a 4-0 lead, a 7-4 lead, an 8-7 lead, ultimately to lose it. Uh, in the top of the ninth on uh, Mark Kanya, just going nuts yesterday. Uh, a very frustrating loss. The Phillies get handled the first two games of the series, come back and win the third, and it looked like yesterday might salvage a split, and it would have been um, a really uh, a really nice split in the fact that the Mets are better. The Mets outplayed them. The Mets have outplayed them. I think, you know, it's um, it's actually pretty wild how, much the Mets just own the Phillies this year. You know, the Phillies, uh, Tim Kelly put out a wild stat over the weekend. The Phillies are 20 games above 500 against every team in baseball who's not the Mets. That's insane. <laughs> they are a substantially better team against the rest of baseball except the Mets. The Mets have just absolutely had the Phillies number this season, night after night, day after day, game after game. And, you know, culminated again. Just saw it end. You know, it's a, a perfect end to this Mets-Phillies, you know, I don't even want to say rivalry this year because there was no double-ended to the rivalry, but, um, you know, to the Mets-Phillies thing this year is the perfect way to end it yesterday, just to, to have the Phillies blow that. Like, it was like, yep, <laughs> that's just right on. Uh, we'll dive into the whole weekend of baseball. We'll look ahead. Look, I am... Um, a uh, lot to get into. Also, Friday night, Zoe's first Phillies game. We'll get to that, which was a magical, magical, magical evening. But first, let's start with the baseball. We'll get to that later. But um, look, my main feeling coming out of the weekend, as disappointing as it was, as frustrating as it was, and and look, the injuries are a concern. You know, we'll get to that. Sir Anthony's hurt. 
enables dumb for the year. We lost Marsh already for a little while. All that stuff. Concerning. But ultimately, I'm just not too worked up over the weekend. I'm bummed. Yesterday was as as gut-wrenching a loss as we've had maybe since that 7-1 Mets game. Certainly a top five worst loss of the season. A top three worst loss of the season yesterday. So it's not you know, the kind of day you're you're happy after. But Phillies are still a playoff team by a game and a half over the Brewers. Uh, really two and a half games if you add in the, the tiebreaker. They have a really easy schedule coming up, as we've talked about so many times. I mean, we've got a week of, of the Reds and Pirates games coming up. Seven games this week against the Reds and the Pirates. Like, you know, what more uh, magical elixir to make your team feel better is there than that? Um, and... Again, you know, uh, look, this team, I, I talked about a lot last week. I still feel that way, that that all season long, this team has battled adversity, has um, surprised us, and, and um, you know, whenever we feel like we're ready to, to be out or, or to, to have real concerns with this team, they turn around and they, they win a bunch of games in a row, or they go on a little run, or they fight back, or they lose Bruce, Bryce Harper and continue to win games, or, or whatever. You know, we've talked about it so many times, but there have been so many examples of this team just battling through adversity, finding ways to win games, all that type of stuff this season that then I'm not going to doubt them after a, a bad series against the Mets. And again, just to hammer it home again, like, I do think this is a Mets-specific thing. You know, are the Phillies the be- one of the best teams in baseball? No. You know, they're not at the level of the Mets or the Dodgers or the Astros. Like, they're not. You know, those teams are better than the Phillies. Does that mean that they couldn't beat them in a series in October? Of course, they, anything could happen in October. But, um, you know, I wouldn't count on it. Obviously, I wouldn't bet on it. These teams are better than the, Met, the Phillies. You know, it's okay. But let's remember that, again, the Phillies are 20 games above five hundred against every team who's not the Mets. You know, all the teams they're competing with for, for these playoff spots, the Cardinals, the Brewers, the Padres, they won the season series against all these teams. You know, those are good teams that they won the season series against. You know, it's not like the Phillies have just imploded against every good team all season. It's it's just the Mets. The Mets have their number. The Mets own them. It, it just, it is what it is this year. I don't know. You know, it's it's not, um, it's not what you want. It's not something I'm I'm happy about, but I do think that just because they lost three or four this weekend in the Mets, and again, I know it was a, a show-me series, and it was at home, and they weren't facing DeGrom and Scherzer, and there are many things that you can point to and reasons that you can point to to be concerned coming out of this and say, hey, you know, look, same old Phillies. They're not there yet, and I get it, but I'm not going to overreact to a series against a team that just has the Phillies number this year, that, that it's almost like this team is in the Phillies' head this year. You know, just, I think that's where it's at. And, you know, this week of baseball is going to be massively important. We need to see the Phillies bounce back and handle business this week. It is so crucial, again, against an easy schedule, against beatable teams. You know, they need to bounce back. And, you know, the injuries are the thing that's concerning me the most. Coming out of the weekend, we'll get to every game, but coming out of the weekend... The, um, you know, the Marsh injury already happened, obviously, but then you lose Sir Anthony and Knable. Knable was already on the IL, but we find out he's done for the year. But losing Sir Anthony, 15-day IL, tricep injury, that's that's really concerning. And look, we saw it factor into to yesterday's game. I mean, a big reason they lost yesterday's game is because the injuries in the bullpen. David Robertson had thrown, what, 36 pitches the night before, asked to come out and try and go again. 
He doesn't have it. They go to Paul, Paul Sir. I don't know what the hell Thompson was thinking. Is is Coonrod not on the roster? Like what? Anybody? I might have even brought in a, a starter for for a little uh, extra work to get an out for me rather than bring Sir in that spot. You end up losing the game because of it. You lose by a run. That was crazy. Rob Thompson has not made that many um, WTF decisions as a manager this year, and that was that was the most Joe Girardi move all season long, I think, from Thompson since he's taken over, was bringing in Sir in that spot, and obviously it comebacks to bite them. He gives up the homer to Nimmo, and then they lose by a run. Um, you know, if they'd only been down one run, who the hell knows what happens there, right? Um, they did get one off Diaz, just saying. Um, but... Look, yesterday was a, a, a brutal, devastating loss. It, it's tough to lose games like that, but I'm not going to freak out when they lose to the team that just has their number this year. It just is what it is. All right, we're going to go through the games. Friday night, Zoe's first Phillies game. I want to get to that later because it was the most magical night of my life. Like, certainly one of them. A night I'll never forget. Just a perfect night outside of the Phillies losing the game. We'll do the baseball stuff first. We'll get back to that. Friday night, just, uh, just one of those games where... That we've seen a few of this year with the Phillies, where the Mets just had their number from the jump. You know, it was just the the Mets were winning this baseball game. At no point did it feel like the Phillies were ever even really in it. Mets jump on them early, get a run in the first. Nola just didn't have it. Um, in the third, Pete Alonso smashes a two run shot into left field. They add another run. It's four nothing by then. It'd be five nothing by the fifth inning. Phillies would add a couple in the fifth on a Schwarber RBI single, two RBI single, but. Uh, the Mets would just add a couple more, 7-2, wasn't even close. Nola just didn't have it. Five innings, five earned for Nola. Eight hits, one walk, nine strikeouts. The stuff was there from a swing and miss perspective, but just too many hits, too many hard hits. And ultimately, you know, just got handled. The offense didn't get enough going, only two runs scored. You know, outside of Schwarber and JT, a real quiet night for pretty much everyone in the offense. The Phillies fall seven to two in this one. Again, um, a uh, a thrilling night at the ballpark for me. Uh, we'll get to that, but but uh, uh, as far as a baseball game goes, it really just did feel like the Phillies had no chance in this one. Like it really did feel like they got handled. And then they come out Saturday for the first game of a doubleheader, and and it's the exact same thing. You know, again with Wheeler and Nola on the hill, and look, Bassett's good, but you know, game two, you know, you're going up against. Against uh, you know nobody essentially from the Mets, Trevor Williams starting the game and they can't they can't hit him and uh, you know Wheeler um, wasn't horrible but he wasn't good. Wheeler looked good for four innings, you know clean first four and then ran into some trouble in the fifth and the sixth. Ends up going five and a third, giving up four earned runs, five hits, four walks and six strikeouts. The four walks for Wheeler very very unlike him. Um, just didn't have his stuff. The Phillies. Go down early, two nothing in the fifth, three nothing in the sixth, four nothing in the sixth, and then they they get one back in the sixth, and then it's just nothing till the ninth. It's four one to the ninth. The Mets put four up on Nelson to make it eight one. The Phillies put one up in the ninth, eight two. But again, another one where it was four nothing for the majority of the game, then four one, and then it's eight uh, one, and then it's it's over. You know, this was just one the Phillies were not in at all. Two straight back to backers, and that's why after those first two games, you're feeling so down about this team and you know you're staring a sweep in the face you're staring three out of four losing in the face and and then the afternoon game or the evening game I should say was just massive Bailey Falter who'd have thunk it if I had come into the weekend and said the Phillies this weekend have Aaron Nola Zach Wheeler Kyle Gibson and Bailey Falter starting their four games against the Mets 
And one of those guys is going to pitch great. And one of those guys is going to win while the others lose. <laughs> it would have been your fourth guess, right? I mean, who'd have thunk it? Bailey Falter was great. Falter goes six innings, only gives up a run, two hits, two walks, three strikeouts. He looked awesome. He looked awesome. He was the best Phillies pitcher of the weekend. It's insane. Unexpected. Not what you're hoping for there. Um, but but a really nice outing as Falter gets it done. Alvarado cleaning, and then Robinson gives him two. Two from David Roberts and 36 pitches. Again, shocked even went the next night. Phillies just get it done. Um, they go down one nothing in the first, and then it was all Phillies from there um, as they score one in the first, one in the third, uh, two in the third, and one in the eighth uh, as uh, get just enough hits to make it happen. Schwerber two for four with a couple scored. Hoskins two for four with an RBI. Bone one for five with a couple RBI. Segura two for three. So, you know, they just got it done. They play good enough baseball, 4-1. They handle it, a win. And then all of a sudden we're sitting in a situation where we come in on Sunday and, oh my goodness, if the Phillies can just win this game, then all of a sudden this series that after two games felt like a complete and total disaster is salvaged. Like, all of a sudden, we're we're feeling good about the Phillies, if they can, or at least not bad about the Phillies. And, man, this game yesterday, it just sucked. So many levels of suckage, because they, they, they won the game. They should have won the game, you know? They should have won the game. Alec Bohm did everything he could. The Phillies go up 3-0 in the first on an Alec Bohm. Boom! Shot to left field. Three-run shot. They had another on Nick Maton single. It's 4 nothing. You're feeling good. And then... The Mets chip away. They add two in the second, one in the third, one in the fourth. It's 4-4. Gibby just didn't have it yesterday. Didn't have his best stuff or close to it. Four and a third, eight hits, four runs. Only two of them earned. Uh, Three walks, three strikeouts. Not a great outing. From our guy Gibby, uh, you know, didn't get much help in the defense, but didn't didn't have it as the Phillies tied up, or the Mets tied up 4-4, but then... Alec Bohm again in the bottom of the fourth. Another shot. This one in opposite field off the pole in right. It is seven to four. Bohm doing everything he can. And then what happens in the bottom of the seven? Excuse me, top of the seven. Connor Brogdon, who had pitched so well recently. Mark Kanye. Boom. Three run shot for Kanye. It is seven to seven. Devastating. A devastating home run there. The bullpen. You know, had pitched well up until that point. Uh, Bellotti and Alvarado pitched well, and then Brogdon gives up that three-run homer at 7-7. We head to the eighth. Gene Segura, pinch hit home run from Gene in the bottom of the eighth to make it 8-7. We head to the ninth with a lead, the third lead of the day for the Phillies. And David Robertson, after two innings of work the night before, tries, tries to get it done, comes in. He's able to get two outs, but Mark Kanya again. Boom. Two-run shot, 9-8. Mets, then uh, they'll bring in Paul Sir, the weirdest, uh, Tyler Sir, the weirdest move of the uh, of the, uh, of the weekend. You know, brings in Sir instead of bringing in anybody, Coonrod, whatever. Sir gives up a solo shot to Nemo, which makes it a two-run game, which means when the Phillies score one in the ninth, it's not enough. The Phillies get one in the ninth, first and second one out. They get a run. And uh, and then unable to come through. Uh, Stadi hits one to right field with two on that just warning track. It felt like he was going to have another moment as that kid has had some moments. It was not to be, unfortunately, as it was just short. Maton hit it hard, wasn't enough, and the Phillies ultimately lose the game. 
ten to nine, a devastating, truly devastating loss, one of the worst losses of the entire season. You know, all things considered, when you take it all into account, it is without a doubt one of the worst losses of the season. A true bummer of a loss. Um, as again, it was just um, it was there for the taking, and and again, it would just have such a different impact on how you feel about the weekend, about the team coming out of that, if they had just found a way to win that game. It's a uh, split, series split. It's a battling back from losing the first two to win the second two. You know, you you fight, you score some runs to win yesterday. It's, it's you know, you're feeling so much better. You're feeling so much better about this team if, if they could have just found a way to, to get that done. And, uh, and unfortunately they don't obviously. And, and the result is a uh, a bummer of a weekend. It really did swing so so easily, so quickly on that on that you know one one thing. The Phillies do stay a game and a half in front of the Brewers for that last wild card spot. They're a half game behind the Padres now. They have three games in hand on the Padres. The Padres are sixty eight and fifty six. The Phillies are sixty six and fifty five. So one game in the loss column, two in the win column, uh, behind the Pods. Um, game and a half up on the Brewers. Um, so that is good news. Two in the win column, one in the loss column. So that's good news as, again, with the tiebreaker, that's really like two, two and a half, whatever you want to call it, over the Brewers. Giants still hanging around 60 and 61. They're six back of the Phillies. So you feel good about where the Phillies are at, even after the weekend, as disappointing, as frustrating as it was. Um, you know, the Phillies are still right there, and they're a playoff team as of today. And as much as, um, you know, as much as uh, that's hard to believe after this weekend, they are. And they've got a great stretch of baseball coming up. We'll look at the schedule again in a, in a few quickly. Um Quick shout out to like the million people who made Friday night Zoe's first Phillies game happen. First and foremost, Cindy Webster is the most wonderful, amazing human being on the planet. A while back, she said to me, I want to do something big for Zoe's first game. I want to take you guys. I want to, I want to do it up for her first game. What do you think? And I was like, yeah, sure. It sounds awesome, Cindy, you know, and then I, I did nothing. She did everything from there forth. And uh, you know, a pandemic happened and it was a scheduling and this and that. And ultimately, finally on Friday night, we finally did Zoe's first Phillies game. And, uh, you know, first and foremost, I mentioned this on, on the show on Friday, but, you know, for me personally, um, you know, losing my father 18 years ago, it was the single activity that me and him and my brother did together the most. You know, I went to hundreds of of baseball games, Phillies games with my dad. And, you know, we traveled uh, to different parks during the summer to see games across the country. You know, we used to go to so many Phillies games and, and going to baseball games was the most formative thing that I did with him. My, my biggest memories are at baseball games and to, you know, the opportunity to take my daughter to her first Phillies game is, um, you know, just in and of itself, such a, a thrilling life moment, such a cool, amazing thing that I'll never forget. And then for Cindy Webster and, and all the people at the Phillies to make it, a zillion times more special than it than it would have been. It's just um it's overwhelming. Um so Cindy Webster first and foremost. I mean, we had the best seats in the house. It was unbelievable best seats I've ever had at a baseball game. Uh, you know, Zoe got to meet the fanatic, a personal meeting with the fanatic. She got uh, a baseball given to her from uh the Phillies play uh staff after an inning. She got all the food she could eat and drink, which was basically just cotton candy and ice cream and candy. Um, she got, um, you know, she got a personalized jersey. She got all this amazing, amazing, amazing stuff um, and an amazing experience for that first time. Um, and I'm just uh, forever grateful 
to Cindy Webster and all the people who made it happen in the Phillies, Kevin Tedesco, the seats and the whole setup. Thank you so much. Um, Francis Winky, uh, Zoe's personalized jersey, the coolest thing, made the night. All the pictures are so much better because of it. It's amazing. Um, Troy Satin, best friend of the Fanatic. Tom Burgoyne also, as we know, very close to the Fanatic. Charlie Manuel sent a video to, to Zoe before the game saying, have fun at your first game because of Cindy. Um, shout out to Rob Brooks, John Brazier, Scott Fransky, Greg Murphy. She's got to go in the box and meet those guys. Jeff Hakeman, uh, Nick Marchetta, uh, Casey Holcomb on Fanavision, a, a ton of other people uh, who made this happen. Um, I, again, from the bottom of my heart, I will never, ever be able to repay what you guys did for me. It was, uh, again, it was a magical night. And, uh, you know, for me as, as a baseball fan that I am, the Phillies fan that I am, it was certainly. You know, I will, uh, I will, you know, those losses like yesterday's loss stick with me. And, and I, I, I still remember ones from, you know, the last few years that stick out and all that. And Hector in LA and the Wilmer Defoe game and the Victor Robles game. And there are so many of these games you can, you can point to. And the last one will definitely stick the seven, one game earlier this year. That'll definitely stick. But, um, definitely when I think back on this weekend, a decade from now, 20 years from now, whatever it is, you know, my first and most important and by far, priority memory that I will have this weekend was was taking Zoe to her first game Friday night and all that 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 entailed and um it was just it was amazing and and Cindy Webster again above all like the best like the best I'm so grateful for her and uh what she did so thank you to everybody who made that happen uh it was a, a magical 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 night Zoe stayed the whole game a three hour and 40 minute baseball game stayed the whole game till the final out and asked if she could sleep in the ballpark on the way out so from that perspective I think it went pretty well too she had a lot of fun can't wait for her next one this Friday Friday night we'll be out the game Zoe and Emily gonna come for a bit so if you're going we'll be uh Hanging out in the Miller Light Liberty Landing for that one on Friday against the Pirates, so that should be a lot of fun. All right, uh, mentioned before, the Phillies right now um, are sitting uh, as a playoff team, still the third wild card team, a half game behind the Padres, game and a half up on the Brewers. Obviously, you can't jockey for position; you want to just get in. But ideally, honestly, being the third wild card is better than the second. You'd rather play the Cardinals or the Brewers than the Braves. I think um, they'll be on the road either way. Um, but again, you don't jog for it. You just get in if you can. The Phillies eight games find the Braves. Are probably not going to catch them anytime soon. Um, but the Phillies right now still a playoff team, a game and a half up on the Brewers. Again, that is enhanced by the fact they hold the tiebreaker. So you feel pretty good um, about where they're at. Even after losing three or four this weekend, you know you feel good that they were able to to maintain a playoff spot where they're at, still right in it. And again, the schedule really opens up now. For the Phils, as we've talked about so many times, you know, heading into this stretch of the season, that there is really a nice opportunity for the Phils to take advantage. Again, look, the Mets just have their number. Now the Phillies have to go out and beat the teams they're supposed to beat, right? Um, so this week, as I mentioned, seven games this week, all against bad baseball teams. Four against the Reds, four, or excuse me, three against the Pirates, all at home. Massive. And then you go out west. For your last big you know, West Coast trip of the season, not a big one, but a West Coast trip, you go to Arizona for three, Monday through Wednesday, off day Thursday, then Friday, Saturday, Sunday in San Francisco against the Giants. Then they come home again, and this stretch is beautiful. You get three against the Marlins, three against the Nats, th- th- uh, three in Miami against the Marlins. Then the last tough stretch of the season, this is it, is 
three against the Braves, two against Toronto, four against the Braves. That's the last tough stretch of the season. Then Cubs, Nats, and then you finish with the Astros again, who, um, as it sits right now, are are firmly the best team in the American League right now as they have a uh, three-and-a-half game lead over the Yankees for that top spot right now. They are 78-45. and 45. The Yankees are 74 and 48. So um, if the trend continues this way, there's a real chance that that final series of the season in Houston means absolutely nothing for the Astros and could mean obviously everything for the Phillies. So, um, you know, as, as much as, uh, you know, we don't think in these terms usually, we're rooting for the Astros, guys. We are rooting for the Astros to keep winning games and rooting against the Yankees. That shouldn't be too hard. As, um, again, it really will help the Phillies if that last series of the season, the Astros not invested in the central, the Car- uh, Cardinals, by the way, really pulling away from the Cubs. They're five up on them now, 69 and 51. Um, so over the weekend with the struggles, the Cardinals win all their games. They're three games up on the Phillies now. So that's something to keep an eye on. But as long as they stay in front of the Brewers, that's all that matters. Five games up in front of the Brewers. Um, so it's really going to be fascinating down this stretch run again, which starts tonight at home against Cincinnati Cindergard was moved a day back to start this one instead of starting against the Mets yesterday. We'll see if that works out. Cindergard against Sessa tonight. Tomorrow, Ranger Suarez against Nick Lodolo, who shut the Phillies down last time. Nola against Ashcraft on uh, Wednesday, and then Wheeler against Dunn on Thursday before heading, uh, before welcoming the Pirates into town after that. So this is a week of seven games. Phillies need to win at least five and, and hopefully six. That's the type of week they need to have, and I think they can have. So uh, big week of baseball. Beat the teams you're supposed to beat. The Mets are better than we are right now. It is what it is. You accept it. You move on. You beat these teams. That's what the Phillies have done all season. That's what they need to do right now. Whatever happens, we'll be back to react to it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. 
And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. 